The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Learning from God Himself how we can have new beginnings. And we always need a new beginning. Everyone needs a new beginning on one level or the other, in one aspect of your life or another. And also, we are learning how to take things to the next level. We saw from Genesis chapter 1, God used vision, let there be light, to start or recreate his world. Another word we used for that was hope. Everywhere was dark and hopeless, but God started with hope. An inner picture of a better future he wanted to have. That's where you start your journey from. If you want things to change. Last week we talked about God continuing what he began. Learn to continue and be consistent. Many people never see the final outcome of what God intends for them. Because by two months after they have stopped what they started two months ago. One year after they have stopped what they started one year ago. That will not be your story in Jesus name. We are also learning from King's word. It's going to be 30 years next year from when our founding pastor caught the vision of this great ministry. How has it grown into what it has grown? The first thing we taught you is prayer. Particularly praying in the spirit. That is our story. We want to know the secret of King's word. We pray in tongues. That's why every Sunday we tell anyone and everyone that is not yet speaking in tongues, go to the discipleship class. And get filled with the Holy Spirit, praying in tongues. Second secret we told you from King's Word is the Word of God. The uncompromised Word. Today I'm going to give you another third secret of ours. Rise on your feet. Let's see God's lesson here. Genesis chapter 1 again. We've read this text, but it's worth reading again. From verse 1. In the beginning... God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Please take note of that. The spirit of God. In every new beginning you will find the spirit. The spirit of God was hovering on the face of the waters. Then God spoke or said, let there be light. And there was light. Um, For perspective or what we want to expound on today, jump to Hebrews chapter 11. That's our second reading this morning. How did God have a new beginning? How did God recreate his world? And you can learn this for yourself. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 1. I've been quoting that scripture all week. I mean, all through this series. Be ye imitators of God as their children. You and I can look at something God does and imitate it at our level. Like your baby will imitate what you are trying to say. You may not be as articulate or as sharp or as powerful as God, but bless God, you can do what God does. Can I hear a loud amen? Amen. Pastor, how can you say that? Well, the Bible tells us you are made in God's image and after his likeness. 
And that's why we are learning from God. So what was happening? Watch the perspective of what was happening in Genesis 1 here. Hebrews 11 from verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Our devotional this month is on faith. We are teaching some powerful things about faith in the midweek service. You need to learn how to live by faith and grow in faith. Why? Faith is the substance of your hope. The evidence of things not seen. For by it, by faith, the elders obtained a good testimony. The whole chapter is about the patriarchs or elders of faith. How they use their faith to have new beginnings or go to next levels or experience God. That's what the whole chapter is about. How did they do it? They did it by faith. Verse 3 is what we want to focus on this morning. By faith we understand. Let me quickly tell you something here now. There are some spiritual things you will never comprehend except you choose to live by faith. Because they are beyond the mind. I will talk more about that on Wednesdays. By faith we understand. What do we understand? That the worlds were framed by the word of God. It's referring to what God was doing in Genesis 1. The worlds were framed. Hallelujah. By the word of God. The word words there speaks of the times and the ages. So actually, it wasn't only Genesis 1 that God spoke. God spoke in Genesis 1. Like I told you, the hundred years, the first hundred years of this world were framed by the word of God. The first 1,000 years, year 1,000, it was the word of God that was framing the ages. The last millennium that we ended, how many of you around were year 2000? Well, all of us were, most of us were. That entire millennium was framed by the word of God. This 21st century we are in, including this year and this week and this day, it is framed by the words of God. Not just Genesis 1. You see, it takes faith to understand that. Your mind can never grasp that. They will never teach you that in university. The worlds were and are framed by the word of God. And this is the lesson. This is the third lesson you can learn from God for a new beginning. Are you ready for it? So that the things that are seen were not made of things which are visible. That's the third lesson you can learn from God. The things that are seen, what we can see, what we can touch, what we can feel, they are not made from things that are visible. In other words, the things we see, these pulpits, these speakers, this entire building, your car, your house, the clothes on your back, they are not made from other physical things. No. If you think naturally, that's how you will think. Ah, we made this thing from fabric. No. Okay, where did the fabric come from? They were made from things that are invisible. Glory, glory, glory be to God. If you can learn to function in the realm of the invisible, you can create anything in the visible. You can't. So what was God doing in Genesis 1? 
based on what Hebrews 11 revealed to us. God saw a world that was dark. God saw a world that was empty. God saw a world that was without form, upside down. Watch what God did. He did not conform to the darkness. He did not accept the emptiness. He did not embrace the formlessness. He dug deep into the invisible realm. His word and his spirit. Glory be to God. And with that invisible realm of God's word and God's spirit, the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Somebody say God's spirit. And God said, somebody say God's word. With those two invisible tools, God recreated a dark, formless, and empty world. Hallelujah. You can do the same thing in your marriage. You can do the same thing concerning your health. You can do the same thing concerning your finances. You can engage the spirit of God and the word of God and recreate anything you need to recreate in your life. Can I hear a loud amen? That's the lesson we want to teach you today. Lift your hands. Father, send your word to us. Help us where we are. Some of us have had these things before. Some of us are just hearing them for the first time. Some of, us, some of us have understood these things to a degree. Some of us are still grappling with even holding on to the basics of it. But thank you, Father. You are the Father over everyone. And you can communicate to everyone at our respective levels. Speak to us from your word today. In Jesus' mighty name. High five your neighbor one more time. You can have your seat in God's presence. Psalm 33 and verse 3. Look at the way David described what Paul was telling us in Hebrews 11. They are both saying the same thing. By the word of God, the heavens were made. The things that are seen, they were made by the things that are not seen. How was the heavens made? By the word of God. And all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. Psalm 33 and verse 6. Verse 9. For he spoke and it was done. He commanded and it stood. By the word of God. The word of God is invisible. When I talk, you can't see what I'm saying. But because you can't see it, don't doubt its potency. Don't misunderstand its power. So here is the lesson. Using what you can't see. Can I have my face tower please? To create what can be seen. Say that to a neighbor this morning. Use what you can't see. To create what you want to see. And specifically we are talking about using the word of God and the spirit of God to get things done. I call it, if you want to title or use a phrase to describe this lesson, engaging the supernatural. Using the unseen to create the sin. Functioning in the realm of the spirit. We talked on this a lot on Wednesday. Can I hear somebody shout out loud this morning, I am a spirit. This is so vital. You've got to learn to live like a spirit. Not, hey, I'm just human. Yes, humans are spirits that have flesh and blood. 
Ah, not just and flesh and blood. Don't live by your flesh and blood. You are more than flesh and blood. Flesh and blood is just a tiny part of your dimension. And it's not even the real you. You are a spirit that lives in a physical world. That's where God was. His physical world was upside down. But he now used his spirit and his word to frame his world. And the good news is you can do that as well. Functioning in the realm of the spirit, the spiritual realm, to effect change in the natural world, the physical realm. Hallelujah. This is what everyone that has ever created anything or innovated on anything that has been created before them, this is what they have done and this is what they are doing. Please think with us this morning. God did not give us clothes. Men made clothes. There was a time in this world men were walking around the place naked. But somebody saw into the invisible realm. Ah, we can wear suits. And rigged into that invisible realm and started making suits and dresses for women. There was a time there were no air conditioners. But somebody saw into the unseen. Ah, we can control the atmosphere, the temperature of the atmosphere. And invented air conditioners for us. And they have improved on it. This wasn't the first design of ACO. After the first person designed whatever the first AC looked like, somebody looked at it again, ah, this thing can be better. This thing can be better. What are they doing? Anytime someone created something for the first time or improved on a creation, they are doing this principle. Seeing something that has not been seen yet and reaching into that dimension and bringing out something into the scene. There was no internet a hundred years ago. Somebody saw it. There were no cars 300 years ago. Somebody saw it. There were no planes 200 years ago. Somebody saw it. This is what everybody that's ever created anything or improved on anything. They imitated God. That's all. So don't let any devil deceive you that you can't do this thing, no. Tap your heart and say, I can do this thing. I can live on the spiritual plane. I can imitate God. And out of nothing, as it were, create something. Particularly for your personal life. You can create healing in your body. It may be unseen now. We may have never seen you healthy or wealthy or happy or joyful but bless God, if you can learn this lesson, somebody say, I hear. You can create it into your life. They imitated God by reaching into the unseen realm and bringing forth something that hitherto hadn't existed before. This is what Next Levels is all about. New beginnings. Creating something that can be seen from something that was unseen before. The good news is you and I can do the same. Listen to this. God told me to tell you all these things. Every successful business, everyone that is succeeding and excelling in their career, in their ministry, in their family, it is this principle they are using. They are 
creating for themselves something that didn't exist before. There was nothing like Amazon a hundred years ago. Fifty years ago, self. Who would have thought that people would be shopping online from all over the world? Amazon is now delivering things with, um, what's this thing that flies in the air? Drones. Unseen. So I order in my house, in certain cities of the world, and a drone will come and bring it to my house. What is that? Unseen to sin. This is the power of innovation and creativity. It is in businesses, it's in ministries, it's in families. You and your wife were never married before. If you get married and that marriage continues, you are creating something unseen into the sin realm. So everyone that is successful in their business career, you have done this or doing something like this on one level or another. Particularly if you are setting records and blazing trails. You are bringing forth from the unseen realm into the seen realm. You may not be conscious of it, but that's what you are doing. Hallelujah. God gave me these words for you this morning. The genius of man is in his spirit. It's not in his soul and it's not in his body. And every man is a genius because every man is made like God. Can you understand that God is a genius? But that genius is not in your flesh. If the only way you know how to live is by your physical senses, you will limit yourself. If the only way you know how to live is by your intellect, and thank God for what men have done intellectually, but I tell you the real genius of men comes from their spirits. This born again or not born again? Hallelujah. Also think about this this morning. Everything that exists today, the clothes you are wearing, the shoes you are wearing, the chair you are sitting on, this building. I can tell you the genesis of this building. I remember when Pastor Noel, the, the former director of operations here, called us for that meeting. It was in one restaurant and I didn't need Jones. And he started sharing vision with us. We, we can buy a land. In fact, we are, we are thinking, we have not even seen this land yet. But we know the budget is about 25 million. I fell down. Where are we going to get 25 million from? I looked at it because I was the accountant then. I was the one keeping the books. 25 million. Where he saw it? That we could raise 25 million. There are people in this church today that give this church 25 million naira. Only them now. What happened? Created something unseen. It was, I, I went 20, I looked at them. If they sold all of us that day, they won't raise 10 million. I was the one keeping the books of the church then. Everything that exists today was at one time unseen. This paper, there was a time it was unseen. You know where it was? It was inside a tree. See, that's what God gave us. God didn't give us paper. But one day, somebody saw paper out of tree. Hey, have you seen that kind of vision before? You see, if you don't see it, you will pay them for it. And they are making millions on your life. This is the lesson. And it's an imitation of God. It's an imitation of God. The good news is you can live your life that way. And when you learn to live that way, function from your spirit, not your circumstances, so not your environment. Many times your environment will be that, particularly if you are living in Lagos. See, people that live in Switzerland, where there's always light, there's always road, and you are by 
Geneva, all those nice cities. Maybe you can afford not to know how to live like this. Lagos. <laughs> Say it's getting better for us in Lagos in Jesus' name. And listen, this is what I've been telling us since we started this series. There was a time this church was an unseen entity. It was a thought in Dr. K's head, a teenager. A vision in his mind. Almost 30 years ago, that's all King's World. There was, there was no church in Lagos. There was no church in Ife. One teenager was seeing the unseen. Seeing the unseen. And in 30 years, he and the company that God has been able to build around him has birthed what we are seeing today. That's the third lesson we learned from God. Let me tell you how it applies to us in King's Word. What is the secret we have learned in 30 years of practicing this? You know, I, I told you these things are secrets. Hear the words of Jesus, Matthew 13, 11, and consider how privileged you are that you can come to a church like this that teaches you things like this, that you can hear things like this, Particularly if you can begin to understand it and live by it. Hear what Jesus said, Matthew 13, 11. He answered and said to them, Jesus will speak to them and they said, ah, he's speaking in parables. He said, because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Mysteries are secrets. This is how heaven operates. This is how God governs the universe. It has been given to you and I to know these things. But to the rest, they are not that privileged. Can you lift your hands and thank God for the privilege of knowing these things? Privilege of knowing prayer. Praying in tongues, you are privileged. Privilege of knowing the word. Privilege of living spiritually. Hmm. Oh, glory be to God. So what's the third secret we have learned in King's word? spirituality. What has helped us from moving from a vision in a teenager's mind in almost 30 years to where we are today. That on a Sunday morning like this, there's a King's Word service holding about four continents of the face of the earth with thousands, multiplied thousands of people gathered. How did we get there? Spirituality. We are spiritual people here, sir. That is our secret. What do I mean by spirituality? We live from the realm of the spirit. We know that we are spirit beings. We have souls and we live in a physical body. We don't allow our body rule the way we live. We live, we use our body. We don't allow our minds, our wills and emotions control the way we live. We go deep and function from our spirits. Oh, hallelujah. Living life from a spiritual dimension. And it's not complicated. Say with me, it's only imitating God. I can't hear you. Say, I'm only imitating God when I live spiritually because I'm a child of God. Let's read that text. I've been quoting it. I want your eyes to see it. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 1. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 1. Therefore, hallelujah, be imitators of God 
as dear children. Please put it on the screen. I want everybody to see it. I've been quoting it for the last two weeks. I want you to see it now. Therefore, say with me, I am an imitator of God because I'm a child of God. See, what God is saying is the way your child imitates you. Those of you that have babies, you see that a lot. You say something, they are trying to say it. That's what they are supposed to be doing. You are supposed to be trying to bring out things from the unseen realm into the seen realm. That's how to live life. If you live that way, you will have new beginnings and you will see next levels. And you can live that way by becoming or being spiritual. What do I mean by being spiritual? Intentionally. Intentionally engaging the word of God and the spirit of God. To determine the outcomes of your life. Hey, I don't have any money. Hey, I have sickness in my body. Hey, my marriage is upside down. Hey, I'm struggling to pray. Struggling to serve. Struggling to come to church. What should I do? Intentionally engage the spirit of God and the word of God. Money will start coming if you start doing that. Can I hear a loud amen? Your marriage will take form and shape if you start doing that. Can I hear a louder amen? Healing and health will manifest in your body if you start living that way. Because you will go into the realm of the spirit where you have money. You have unsearchable riches in the realm of the spirit. Glory be to God. You have health in the realm of the spirit. You have a sound marriage in the realm of it exists. It's just not yet unseen. There has been air conditioner since Genesis 1. Until the first man saw it, we never tested it. There have been planes since Genesis 1. It was just unseen. What do I mean by spirituality? Recognizing that there is an unseen world that is running parallel to this world. You Africans should not have a problem in understanding this. You all like African magic. Am I right or am I right? You like that witch in the village that is playing with one caricature somewhere in one bush. And this MD that is sitting on his bank in Lagos, he now falls down and dies. You know that story? Do you know those things are real? It's just that we are superior to them. There is an unseen spirit world that runs parallel to this seen physical world. And we can say some things and do some things by the spirit in that unseen world that will affect things that are sin. That's what we're talking about here. Hallelujah. I love this text. First Kings chapter 8. In the first service I shared with them Isaiah 34 verse 16. This service, let me show you First Kings chapter 8. This was when Solomon was dedicating the temple. I love this story because this one is actually speaking directly to us in King's word at this time. What God is doing for us. Look at what happened. First Kings chapter 8 verse 15. As they were dedicating the temple, when Solomon finished the temple, tap your neighbor and say, build with God, build with God, build with God. Say, as we are building and establishing these two services. Somebody is not talking, no. Say, as we are building and establishing this church with these two services, build with God, build with God. That's what they did here. So when they had built the temple, verse 15, Solomon said, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel who spoke (laughs) with his mouth 
to my father, David. He didn't tell me. I, don't, I wasn't there when God spoke. He spoke to my father, David, and with his hands, he has fulfilled it. He said it again in verse 24. 1 Kings 8, 24. You have kept what you promised your servant, my father, David. You have both spoken with your mouth, both, both, both. This is how God oppressed. He uses his word, spoken with your mouth, and fulfilled it with your hand, as it is today. The hand of God refers to the spirit of God. You will hear them say over and over in the Old Testament, and the hand of God came on Elisha. And what I meant is the spirit of God came upon him. This is how God operates. And this is how God expects you and I to operate. Now, what's the interesting thing here? God spoke to one generation. You will build me a house. David wanted to build a house. God said, no, you won't build it. You have killed too many people. I don't want anyone to come and say that God is a genocide God. (laughs) Like God knew this generation was coming. So you don't build it. But I give you a promise. The house shall be built. Your son. So there are things God is telling King's word that they knew will be accomplishing. And this is a big lesson for all of us. That God told you, that God gave you the vision, doesn't mean you are the one that God is going to use to fulfill it. Don't kill yourself. God is a transgenerational God. I wasn't there in August 1990 when God spoke to Reverend K. But here I am. And the same anointing that God released on Reverend Case like when he spoke the word, he's helping me to pastor this church. He can speak to one generation and by his spirit fulfill it with another generation. Same principle we are talking about here. Let me close. Four platforms for you to be spiritual. True spirituality. That's why I called it. And man, there are so many things God gave me to share. But the 25 minutes you are giving me is not enough. (laughs) Platform number one is grace. How can I be spiritual? Function on grace. Don't fetch your own life. Find out what Christ has finished for you. We call it the finished work. And begin to function in it and believe in it. Don't live by your own righteousness so it's like a filthy rag. Don't try to save yourself. You don't have the ability to do it. Don't try to live holy in your own strength. You will fall after two weeks. Hey, I'm going to make a resolution not to worry. You will just kill yourself. You want to be spiritual? Anybody wants to be spiritual? You want to be able to tap into the realm of the unseen and manifest the sin. Live by grace. Read Ephesians chapter 2 from verses 4 to 8 for context. Because of time, I'm just going to have to give you the references. John chapter 1, verses 16 and 17, particularly the Amplified. The grace of God ushers us into the finished works of Christ. The unmerited, unearned, undeserved favor. What God has done for us. Free. That now by faith we can receive. The second platform is faith. Start believing God. Hey, we are stressing on Wednesday. God made you a spirit. 
Some of you have not believed that yet. How do I know? I taught you how to believe God, how to live by God's word last week. You have to read it. You have to confess it. You have to meditate on it. You have to do what? Before we do it, do it is the last one. Huh? Believe it. Start believing you are a spirit. Start believing that you are a candidate of favor. Romans 4.16, therefore it is by faith. Spirituality is by faith. That it might be by grace. To the end that the promise can be sure to all the seed. Third platform is love. Because faith worketh by love. Hear what I'm telling you today. The moment you stop walking by grace, you have disengaged from the realm of the spirit. The moment you stop living by faith, you are disengaged to a degree from the realm of being spiritual. The moment you stop walking in love, you have compromised your faith. It will not deliver like it should deliver. Walk in love towards God and towards men. Three-dimensional love. Learn to receive the love of the Father for you. Learn to return that same love back to God and learn to love men. Come on Wednesday for more on that. And this is the fourth and final platform, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that will teach you love. Jesus said, I have many things to say to you, but you can't comprehend it. But when the Holy Ghost comes, he will teach you all things. It's the Holy Spirit that will teach you how to do faith. Like you really ought. It's the Holy Spirit that will teach you grace. All of us are prone to, we are prone to figure in life. You think it's what you are doing. Somebody wants to build a house. He thinks it's the cement and the brick and the aluminum works that builds the house. Even though those things are involved, but you know what builds the house? The word of God. So even if I don't have cement and I don't have brick or I don't have money for cement and brick, if I know this one, I can still build my house. Can I hear loud amen? Rise on your feet this morning. Let me give you a scripture that ties everything together. Let me hear somebody shout, I'm living spiritually. On a whole new level from today. 2 Corinthians 13 and 14. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the love of God. And the communion of the Holy Spirit. This is how to be spiritual. Be with you all. Somebody say the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Notice the word faith is not in that verse. But it is of faith that it may be by grace. So where there is grace, faith must of necessity be there. So you can actually read this text like this. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that is received by faith. And through that faith we can walk in the love of, our, of God. Because you are going to need faith to believe that God loves you. And to express that love. And the communion or the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us. If you will let these four platforms guide the way you think and the way you live your life, the way you act. I'm living under grace. I'm living by faith. I'm walking in love. And I'm in constant fellowship, communion with the Holy Ghost. I'm bearing the fruit of the Spirit. I'm being led by the Spirit. I'm submitting my life to the authority of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost is the one running the affairs of God on the earth now. 
you grow on these four platforms, you function in it, you will have a spiritual life. And when you are spiritual, you will create air conditioners. Glory be to God. In your life. You will see the invisible. Ah, I was going to do Ephesians 4 and Colossians 3. But time won't permit us. Seeing the invisible. And from there you will bring out something that nobody can see. And your life will just be an unending story of new beginnings and next levels. Leave those hands. Give God praise this morning. Make a fresh commitment to be spiritual. This is the first letter in the acronym that God gave us in this ministry. Spirit-filled living. Our core values. We have an acronym, supernatural. This is the first one. Spirit-filled living. Live life from the dimension of the spirit. You want to know a king's word secret that has kept us for 30 years going from glory to glory? We live life. We don't live life from the flesh. We don't live life from the soul, the mind, will, and emotions. We live and we function in this ministry from the spirit. You hear Reverend K say, I saw it in the spirit. God showed me. I mean, that, that's how we do it. And before you know it, another level has been birthed in the church. Come on, thank him, somebody. Don't look at me. Thank God. Bless him. Make a commitment to be spiritual. Make a commitment to live under grace. Don't live under the law. Don't live under rules. Don't live under condemnation. Live under grace. Live under the finished work. The things Christ has freely given you. Make a commitment to live by faith. Believe what God says about you. When God says you are a spirit being, believe it. And begin to live your life like that. Make a commitment to love. Love God, love people. Forgive people that have hurt and offended you. Move on. Make a commitment to live in constant communion and fellowship of the Holy Spirit. He will teach you faith. He will teach you love. He will teach you grace. And you will keep growing in these things. Talk to God. Talk to God. Every head bowed, every eye closed, every hand down. You are in this house this morning. You are not born again. You want to receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Raise your hand sky high. You want to get born again. You want to get born. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. Raise that hand high. Don't be ashamed. Don't be afraid. You need to access the grace of God that brings salvation. It has appeared to all men. You need to receive it. Raise that hand high. The first platform for spirituality is the grace of God. You want to get born again? You want to surrender your life to Jesus? Or maybe you've been born again before and you want to rededicate your life to him now. This is your moment. This is why God brought you here to worship today. Raise that hand high. Oh, you are the reason I live. You are the one for me. Raise that hand high. Anyone that wants to get saved? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Keep praying, church. Making fresh commitments towards grace. Fresh commitment towards faith. Fresh commitment towards love. Fresh commitments. Towards communion with the Holy Ghost. Is anybody getting born again or coming? Are you coming? You want to get saved? God bless you. Ushers, please, it's a decision card. Anybody else? Anybody else before I pray? Anybody else? Anybody else? 
thank you, Lord Jesus. We decree newness of life. All things pass the way, all things become new. May the grace that brought you here sustain and keep you all your days. And may the new things that God has ordained for you in Christ Jesus become your full testimony from this day forward. In Jesus' name. Who is attending to him? All right, please look at me. Follow this young man. They're going to take you and pray with you and communicate some powerful things to you. Hallelujah. You are, you are here in this service. You are a new convert or you are a new member. Three things you need to help you on this journey of spirituality, assurance of salvation. Maybe you've been born again before. You need an assurance of that salvation. Number two, you need to be baptized with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. That will go a long way to help you in your communion with the Holy Spirit. And thirdly, you need to be water baptized. You need any of these three things, please take your bags and the things you came to church with. Head to the back of the auditorium. The ushers will direct you to this class. Every other person, leave those hands to heaven. Thank you, Father. Thank you for these mysteries you are revealing to us. And thank you because your spirit communicates them to us in simple ways where we can live by them and bring forth fruit by them. We give you praise and glory in Jesus' mighty name. Can somebody lift their voice and give the Lord a loud shout of praise? The preceding message was brought to you by King's Word Everywhere, Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-006-40.